Welcome to Up Close and Empowered with host Sana Johns. Over the next hour, you'll hear from Sana and her guests on how you can become more empowered through life's most challenging situations. Sana's journey through her own transformation has inspired her to awaken you to your divine power. Hi, I'm Sana Johns with Up Close and Empowered, inspiring you to awaken to your true power and lead a more vibrant, fulfilling, empowered life. Thank you so much for listening today. I'm excited about today's show and I want to just dive right in and I want to just say, how divine is it? How divine is it that we decide to change something about ourselves or the direction of our life or personally grow and do whatever it takes to get there? The guest that we're going to have on the show today in just a few minutes definitely falls into this category, and she has a really interesting story. There's a certain sense of courage and bravery and tenacity that is to be commended for sure. And anyone that who anyone who's been on the healing journey or the journey of self-discovery, you know exactly what I'm talking about, that it is not easy. And it all starts when something inside of us, you know, where we are, what we're doing, just doesn't seem aligned with who we are. You know, something feels off. So it may be that maybe we're not feeling as much joy or self-love or inner peace, or maybe it could be that we just want to experience more in this life. We have more to give, more to offer. And it takes a great deal of self-awareness to really tune into that. So today's topic is about mindset, energy, and manifestation. And we're going to talk about how integrating this into our life can change things in a profound, positive way. We're going to hear from Coach Mel from Soul Vibe and Energy High Coaching and her unique story about reinventing herself during the pandemic. Now, all of you remember, I'm sure, how uncertain that time was, how it affected mental health and well-being, and there's just a lot of chaos in the world. So Mel decided after feeling all of this frustration and negativity and definitely sensing all the chaos that she was going to try something new. She was going to be focused and determined to find a way to create more wealth, joy, and inner peace in her life and then also be able to give back to others in the same way. So this is what led her on her journey of self-discovery, self-awareness, and overcoming her past traumas. And this is why I really wanted to talk to her today, because I thought it would be a great chance to learn about someone who reinvented themselves during the pandemic, which, which was a very difficult time. And she believes wholeheartedly that the key is unlocking your past trauma to reach your full potential. And today she has a very successful coaching business specializing in business mindset, energy, and manifestation. She helps business owners overcome their limiting beliefs to gain clarity, scale their business, and create inner peace and life balance. And we're all looking for life balance. This unique way of coaching is what creates extraordinary results in her clients' personal and professional success around the world today. So I wanna welcome Coach Mel to the show. How are you Thank doing? You. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me today. Thank you so much for being here. And I'm really excited for you to share your story because when I say courage and bravery and tenacity, we know like anybody who's been on any kind of a journey, whether it's healing, whether it's personal development, 
it's difficult, whether it's spiritual, yeah. it's, it's all, it takes a lot of work and consistency and a strong self-belief. So I want you to first, just let the listeners know a little bit about you, maybe your, whatever you want to share and how you kind of got to where you are right now. And I'd love for you to share the story of, you know, the pivotal point in the pandemic. That would be great. Absolutely. So my story is, you know, being in the corporate world for 23 years, but it really wasn't about the corporate world for my whole life, lifetime. I've been in this negative mindset and not really feeling confident, like feeling confident and like pursuing myself is like I'm confident on the outside. But when I went home, like talking to friends and in other like situations, I just felt that I wasn't happy. I didn't have inner peace. I wanted to manifest more. And when the pandemic hit and I was put on kind of like the time out, I was like, well, what do I do with my time? I'm going out all the time, a social butterfly. I'm just doing everything. And it really was a time out for me to like clarify what I really wanted to do right now. I wanted to manifest more money in my, in my career. I wanted to create that inner peace. I wanted to create confidence. And I really had to find ways to do that. So being in a timeout that I was, I had all this time to do other things and just like work out, you know, in the office. And so I really started taking a lot of courses, a lot of courses on energy, on Reiki and on manifestation. And when I went into the manifestation course, I learned a lot of things of how to manifest but one of the things that I learned in there is if you want to manifest anything in life, you have to heal your past trauma in your inner child. And I was like, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to go back to the past because a lot of times what we do is we block out that inner child, the inner child that was hurt, that trauma. And then we try to live in our adult lives. But what we don't know is that there's recycled karmic lessons, experiences that really lead us back to healing our inner child. So I did that. And what I did is I manifested a um, life coaching academy that focused on past trauma, mindset, energy, and also manifesting. And then what I did is I became a coach. I didn't become a coach to be a coach, though. I became a coach and I took that academy to heal myself like what do I need to learn about myself that is really going to tap into all the hidden things in my subconscious mindset that I need to release? And in your subconscious mindset lives your limiting beliefs, your trauma, the negative beliefs that you grew up with, right? And I really took a deep dive on like, what are the things? And as I did that coaching, I was like, everyone has limiting beliefs. There's no one on this planet that is stuck in subconscious mindset of negative things that they're dealing with. And I was like, I probably can help other people. And so I really finished that course within four months. And then the fifth month, I got my accreditation as a life coach. And then the next month, I opened my business and I was career coaching and doing self-development. And that kind of, since then, I transitioned to really wanting to help other business owners and entrepreneurs like overcome their limiting beliefs to scale their business and have that inner peace. And that's what I've been doing for the last year. And so I released my corporate job of 23 years with that six figure income and really maneuvered into building my business to also six figures. And that's what I'm doing today and helping others become the highest versions of themselves. Wow. That's great. So do you find that they're receptive to doing the inner child work and that they do start to see results? Well, I don't just say we have to heal your inner child. What happens is when I meet with people on that first complimentary call, I ask them what their goals and their challenges are. And then when they have the challenges, I said, well, how does that make you 
feel like going, you know, making those clients or gaining that abundance or whatever it is. And then I slowly say, are you opening to find the root of the problem? And when you are open to find the root of the problem and go down the rabbit hole of what's hiding your subconscious mindset, that's where I kind of reveal a little bit about what's going on. So that's where you really open that, that mindset at that time. Right. They have to be open. So mm -hmm. when you were doing this work on yourself and really diving deep, did that give you the confidence that you were missing before? Absolutely. Because a lot of my conditioning is based on where, who I looked up to. So I always say it's not bad or good against, you know, your parents or relatives or teachers. Everyone is conditioned a certain way from their childhood. And it's an ancestral cycle that you just teach your kids or, you know, whoever you're teaching the same things. So what has to happen is you have to be cutting the cord of that ancestral cycle for, so for me in my childhood, I didn't have a lot of validation and I didn't have enough emotional connection and I wanted that so bad. And so what happened is I was always like trying to do better and better and better to get that. So through my life's my lifetime, I just had this epiphany that I need to be the best that I can be. I need to find a hard job. I need to find relationships that give me validation, but it was also an energy and vibration of what I was attracting because my beliefs were stuck in that old belief of somebody else. So mm -hmm. your stories today of what you think is actually reality is not actually your reality. What it is, it's a reality of what you were embedded to learn from zero to 10 years old. And then it just manifests in your adult life in different situations and people. Yes. Yeah. The chain, right? It's about yeah, it's a chain. Yeah, absolutely. You have the ability to do it. So this is totally mm -hmm. possible, right? It is. Yes. If you're committed, it's absolutely possible and you will get a shift and a change right away, but you have to be ready. You have to open that door. And a lot of people are scared because what happens is you're so used to living a certain way. Change can be scary, but then I shift the mindset. But what if the change is what you want? You have you, everyone creates this borderline of like, I feel safe in my sandbox. I go, but everything you want is out of your sandbox. So how do we get out of your sandbox where you like feel safe tiptoeing out of your sandbox? So that's really why I help them shift to feel in a safe space where they can think of ways, think of things a different way than they are now. Yeah, I think it's really about timing for people. Everybody's mm -hmm. on their own path and does things yeah. on does things on their own timeline and it is what it is. And you're going to find some yeah. people have life-changing events and breakups and this and that, that excel yeah. and accelerate them into, you know, their awakening or their growth cycle. Yeah. You're going to have some that just choose to maybe grow at a slower pace and there's no yeah. right or wrong. It's just, we all have our own path. Absolutely. But I think the yeah. reason why I said it's, is it totally possible? Because I want our listeners to know that if you do have the desire to mm -hmm. personally grow and work through some of this, it's very possible. And I feel like when you work on yourself, you this is the number one way that you can build confidence. Yes. And I I remember when you and I had chatted a while back about, you know, we have to be in a good place within ourselves to be able to manifest and to be able to have the energy to attract that energy. Yeah. So we can't just say, oh yeah, I'm going to say these positive affirmations and I'm going to attract this and I'm going to great. You have to do some work on yourself yeah. as well, because knowing that we've done the work that yeah. we 
you know, we've been consistent, we've been accountable, and we've done the hard work, then we definitely would think that we're worthy of attracting what we desire. Yeah. Yeah. Self-worth is manifestation. Yeah. So doesn't that help when you're in a good space, being able to then manifest what you what you want in your life, whether it's love, whether it's yeah. more self-love, whether yeah. it's, you know, a purpose of, you know, giving back to the community, to the world, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's just everybody's timing. And I think that your story is really intriguing because you took that time in the pandemic to do that. Yeah. It's a really difficult time. And I know that you're, you know, you're doing phenomenal. I see your work that you're doing. So tell yeah. me, what about, what are some of the steps to tapping, like somebody who is just going to get started into this work, they want to, you know, work on their mindset, they want to learn to manifest and also be able to create that success in their life. What are some of the first things that they would need to do? So there's really, well, to manifest anything, there's only three steps. You need to ask, believe and receive. Well, now you need to make a foundation of how you do that. Number one, is always having awareness that there's something that you need to change. A lot of people don't have that. And that's why they're not ready to make that shift. When you know that you've tried everything, you watched the YouTube videos, you read the books, and you're still stuck, then you're aware that you need to dive a little bit deeper. Okay, that's in your whatever spirituality, just in your self development. So really, you have to be number one, clear on your goals. So when I meet with my clients, we really get really specific on what those goals are. So if it's achieving love, if it's achieving money, if it's achieving just happiness, what does that look like? What does that look like to you? As we write down together, because I write it down with them, that's called scripting. Scripting is also manifesting. So you're putting a picture together with words of what you feel that would feel like, and it's going to make you feel good. The second thing is you need to overcome the learning beliefs. So you have to look at your goals and say, well, why haven't I achieved any of those goals so far? And then that's where the storylines, you really have to find the root of the problem is find where the storylines of me not achieving it. Where did that start in my childhood? Where did I learn that behavior or experience from? And then the third one is just creating an action plan. As you are saying, you're trying to um, manifest more love. What would you do? Would you get on, you know, just make yourself more aware of people around you? Would you go out more? Would you be okay with those organic conversations? Would you be okay getting on a, you know, Bumble or whatever it is? But everything you do has to be intentional, okay? So I'm doing this to create this manifestation. I'm doing this to create that result. So for example, if you were going to get on Bumble, the first thing you're not going to do is saying, wow, there's no people on there. There's no choice. What you're going to do is like, I'm going to get on Bumble and the people that are in my must haves will be aligned with me. And then more than likely you'll get aligned with those people versus like, there's no one out there today. Cause that's really kind of what social media is saying. There is no one out there today and putting a negative vibration all on relationships, but that's not true. That is their fear and trauma coming out. Do you see what I mean? So what's that? It's just spreading to the world and it's just manifesting itself that relationships are hard to get. They're not when you're clear on exactly what you want. Because I have people in my courses that manifest love like in a week or two and they're not even looking for it. You see what I mean? But the thing is, when you create a manifestation, you have to let it go. So that's your ask. I'm clear on what my goal is. And then I have to believe that I'm worthy of it. You know, work on the limb beliefs of worthiness. And then what happens is you receive it. 
but it's never going to be the receive of what you think it is as it's tied up in a little gift and it's presented to you just like that. It's never, it's always going to be something odd and you're going to go, that's weird. Why did it come in that way? But you're just going to be like, oh my gosh, I manifested that. And that's how manifestation works. It's never how you think. It's always going to be something better or surprise you when you're not looking for it because you let it go. You let you don't have a lack of it. You're just like, it'll come when it comes. And when you can let go, it comes in faster. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. So you're not really persisting. You are setting an intention yeah. and then you're allowing, you're trusting, yeah. allowing. Exactly. So when you say it may not come up exactly the way you want, like give us an example. You have any good stories of something coming up for yeah. somebody? Well, let's just talk yeah. about it. What I just told you before. Okay. So let's talk about the landscapers. So the landscapers are supposed to come today at this time for this live show. Right. And I said, that cannot happen. I cannot have any distractions of someone mowing the lawn by my, my window. Right. And I said, universe, you're just going to take care of this. They're going to come early today. And they usually come around 11 or 12. And I didn't hear, I didn't see anything. I was looking out the window. I said, I'm just going to let it go. I'm just going to trust that this is going to be taken care of. I was having a session at 1.30 p.m., which is really late, and the lawnmower started, right? And I was like, oh my gosh, they're here. I saw their truck and everything, but that's manifestation. Do you see when I let it go? I was like, they're usually around 11 and 12, and I didn't see them. What I didn't do is freak out. What I did is I said, it's going to work out. And then what happened is they came, but it's always like that. But I have, you know, even in my business, when I am working and doing my leads and I just like, well, it's almost the end of the month. It's like, where's my clients, right? I just, whatever it, I said, you know what? Those people will come to me. I'm ready for those Calendly reminders, whatever it is. And then all, you know, in two days, I could sign anywhere for 10 to $20,000 in clients because I let go, because I trust, but it takes work to get there. It's like an everyday, you know, everyday practice for you to be intentional and then believe that you deserve what you deserve. And that's when it comes in. But it's always surprising me. Manifestations always surprise me. It's never like, oh, I knew that was coming. It's always like, oh, okay, there it comes. Does that make sense? I love the positive. It's, I mean, it sounds cliche, but it's positively thinking it's, it's yeah. an intention and allowing it to happen in whatever way and looking at it, like it's going to happen, whatever's meant to come to you, whatever's meant to happen is going to happen. And when we develop that mindset as a default, it makes our yeah. life a lot easier, yeah. doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and I'll tell you another story. When I um, left my six figure job, when I left my corporate job, I had five months of savings. And I said, and the, what I had planned to do while in this, you know, partner with somebody that literally fell off the cliff and I had nothing and I was based on referrals. And I was like, well, now I have to do something. And I signed up for a $9,700 course online. And I was like, looking like, okay, that's five months. That brings me down to three. This really needs to work. And I was very stressed out because I was not making money. I was like, did I just leave a job that was really like stable to go into a business that's not stable? I go, no, this is not right. I have to make it work. And there was a lot of tears and I had a lot of fear. And I said, I'm going to give this 100%. And I said, but by the 90 days when that class is done, I'm going to make that $9,700 back. Three days before um, that class was done, I had $10,000 in clients. Because wow. I was very intentional. Like, this is what is going to happen. And then after that, 
I just put 100% in it because if you're in a business and you're kind of wonky and you're just like, well, I could go back to corporate or I could do this, what you're doing, you're not giving 100% and it can't manifest unless you're 100% in it and you give all your energy to it. So that's why a lot of businesses fail that are part-time or transitioning to full-time is because there's a fear factor that you will not you know, attract or manifest your business and it won't grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And I know this people listening that have their own businesses, like solo businesses, consulting, whatever it may be. So it makes sense with, with any of it. I mean, it applies to all of it. So it's really the belief and setting the intention and doing the work basically. I mean, it's right. And being accountable. So let's talk about, let's talk about accountability for a minute, because this is important with when we're working on ourselves and our businesses and our growth, it's important to have that consistency, the accountability, support system. So I had asked you before, so if somebody doesn't do the work, let's say they decide they don't really want to do the work. They don't want to go through coaching or anything like that. How long, I mean, what's the difference between somebody that is accountable versus not accountable and just a ballpark of a time frame? And I know it's probably relative to the person. It's probably an individual thing, but I have to believe that when you are working consistently Mm -hmm. someone that is accountable, helping you, validating you and giving you the guidance, uh, or if you have questions along the way that you're going to uh, progress a lot quicker than not, right? Yeah. Yeah. So when people sign up with me, it only takes one session for them to start manifesting because we shift the energy right away. Okay. We shift the energy to what do you see yourself? We start with goals. What do you see without? But I also do a breathing exercise, which is, and that's what I'll give at the end, breathing exercise of calming your energy in the morning without starting your day of like, oh my gosh, today's going to be another day. I'm going to be tired. I wish I could go to bed to calming your energy and like saying today's going to be an amazing day. Things are going to work out for me. I'm expecting miracles. And when you start to change your energy and that vibration, everything around you has to change. But the people that are doing like the accountability and are not wanting to do it, then I ask them like, well, what's stopping you? What's that storyline that's stopping you? You can achieve it in the end. It's going to take a lot longer, the long, the more you self-sabotage and stay in the energy that you are today. That's what I'm going to say. And you are just self-sabotaging, not wanting to heal. That's a self-sabotage, right? That's like, well, maybe I'll try it in a month. I go, well, what's the difference between a month and now? If you can manifest more right now, how would that make you feel? But what it is, is like starting to feel inner peace. When you feel inner peace, that means you have calm energy. And when you have calm energy, that's when you're more of an attraction to law of attraction versus not being happy. Because you you manifest what you are. So energy, energy is what we are, right? Thoughts, feelings, words, and actions. And I said that a lot. Thoughts, words, feelings, words, and actions are actually creating energy on what you manifest every single day. Okay. It's not that you're saying, I want to manifest big things and you create an energy. You're manifesting just living and doing daily things. What you think, what you don't say out loud, how you feel is it has to come back to you. So if you're feeling negative and self-sabotage, your day is probably not going to be fantastic. And you're probably not going to have a lot of fantastic days. But once you shift your energy to thinking a different way, then what happens is, oh my goodness, I can't, I can't, so much abundance is coming to me. I go, because you're changing your energy and your energies are changing your emotions and those are changing your thought process. So it's all, yeah, you know, it's just a chain effect. I think some people unconsciously manifest. They don't even realize. Oh, for sure. 
why we're always saying, be aware of your, your words, thoughts, and actions, because mm-hmm. we're manifesting consciously and unconsciously throughout yeah. our day. Yeah. And all of that energy gets put out there. So I want to talk about law of attraction since we're on that topic. But before we go any further, I do want, just in case we get caught up with talking at the end of the show, I want people to know where, like what the name, where they can reach you. So you go by Schmel. Yep. I go by coach Mel. You can follow me on Instagram at soul vibe underscore energy high, or you can check out my website, soul vibe and energy And that'll have all my social media handles as well. Soul vibe and energy high is perfect for you, Mel. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, let's talk a little bit more about that law of attraction, because I think it's really important what you were just saying that we're creating the energy and even if we're consciously or unconsciously creating it, that's what we're attracting. Because sometimes people say, you know, well, I don't know why I feel this way or why is this happening? Well, sometimes we're feeling consistently negative about something and then we're just going to create more negative energy. It's like that boomerang, they say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's where you have to really find those deeply rooted issues is you have to find out where that's coming from. And that's what's kind of unfortunate about The past is that you don't know it. Sometimes it takes somebody else to kind of find that directs you out of that way. So, but you'll know it if you have the factor and you're tired of feeling that way, just like I did, I was just ready. You just have to be ready. And then the resources will come to you. Do you see what I mean? It -hmm. will just come. But if you're not ready, it's going to take a lot more longer than, than what you thought it would. And then you're just like, well, this person's making more money than me, or this person's finding happiness and all that stuff. And then what you find is yourself, you're digging that hole deeper and deeper. And that's just telling you your inner child's literally knocking at the door and saying, are you going to help me yet? Because we're in this together. You know, you're not Mm -hmm. separated from your inner child. That's part of you. That's part of your history. So you have to be the leader to help bring them out of like that stuckness. Right. Yes. So I want to throw this out there. If anybody would like to call in after the break, in just a few minutes, we're going to be taking a commercial break. But I always like to, well, I shouldn't say always, I've only had one other show, <laughs> but it was fun <laughs> to get the caller and kind of add some dimension to the show. So if anybody would like to call in after the break, the number is 888-346-9141. Again, it's 888 888- Three four six nine one four one. If you have a question for Coach Mel, we'll take that after the break. And just up until we go to the break, real quick, are you always in a good mood when you get up in the morning, Mel? I have to ask you, are you always in? Not always, but then I do my little, you know, breathing session to be like, okay, we got this. And then when I get out of bed, yes, I'm definitely in a good mood because the way you start your day is the way you manifest your day. And I do not want a bad day. <laughs> Well, you know the saying, if you get up off on the wrong side of the bed, yeah. it, that's the way yeah. you're doing You know, people yeah. say, yeah. why got up on the right side of the bed? Well, yeah. well we can change that. We can yeah. make sure that we get off the right side of the bed and be intentional in our day. It's, that's what it is. Be intentional of the way you start your day. Don't let your mind drift to like the past stuff where you just feel down. It's like, it's going to be mm-hmm. an amazing day. And then you can manifest and then you manifest more. Yeah. So that's, that's my goal. My intentional goal for every day is to always manifest more. (laughs) Well, yeah, I agree. I agree. I I usually get up in a straight of state of gratitude. And if I do need to be a little more high vibe, I usually just turn on music. Yeah, absolutely. So once I turn on that music, I can instantly shift my vibration and, you know, it just makes it a little bit better. It just gets you more into a high vibe. 
Okay, so we're going to be back in just a few minutes. We're going to take a short break. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in just a minute. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Did you know you have the power to overcome any obstacles and create the life you desire? Listen for Up Close and Empowered with host Sana Johns. Sana has proven with nearly three decades of experience, it is totally possible to become stronger, more confident, and empowered to live a life of love, fulfillment, and success. It's through Sana's personal transformation that has inspired her to awaken you to your divine power. Up Close and Empowered with Sana Johns, Thursdays at 12 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. On Living Strong, the flip side of adversity, Dr. Veerdra Jackson presents stories and powerful guest experts from business, health, relationships, and faith. Every story has its flip side, and we are here to delve into the story and challenge you to view what has kept you in a singular mindset and turn it into the flip side. When you can effectively do that, you'll experience necessary growth. Tune in live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Enjoying our shows and can't get enough of us? Follow us on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio and see what we're cooking up for you. Welcome back to Up Close and Empowered with Sana Johns. Have a question for Sana or a guest? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now back to the show. Welcome back, everybody. This is Sana Johns, Up Close and Empowered, and we're talking to Coach Mel today about mindset, energy, and manifestation. And I believe we have a caller on the line. We have Rebecca from Seattle. Rebecca, welcome to the show. What is your question? Hi, thank you. Um, I was wondering, I am someone who is um, constantly overwhelmed with my responsibilities at work and home, and I have a hard time um, kind of centering myself and having me time and self-care. So I know that um, meditation and manifestation could benefit me, and I was wondering what's just the easiest, simplest way to start doing a morning meditation with manifestation. Um, Do you just speak it? Do you write it down? What do you recommend for me just to get started with that? That's a great question. And for you, it would be really journaling what you want in those areas of life. So say you want more time, you know, more organization, having more time away from the office, what would that personal time be? Maybe it's not feeling so overwhelmed in your office, 
what would that look like? That's really creating a vibration and really creating clarity of things that you're not seeing now. Because what happens when people are overwhelmed, we're going to talk about time management in a second, is that everything has to be done right now. So what happens is a lot of people do this. There are a lot of times in their mindset, they're in their head, and they're just overthinking of all the things that they need to do. When you have ta a task list or you have a lot of clarity of what you want to manifest, then what you can start doing is blocking time for the time for yourself, if you're in a relationship, the time for work, and even at work, the time to take a break and walk away too. I feel like we're always in go, go, go mode, and a lot of people don't know when to just take a step back because if you're in go mode, more than likely, you're not going to get a lot more done versus taking that 10 minute break and kind of giving yourself that self-compassion. But as far as manifesting, manifesting is writing it down and then taking a moment just to close your eyes and start visualizing. Visualization is manifestation. So if you get your list down of what you really want in all areas of life and you spend a little time on visualizing that and putting energy of like, that would make you feel good, that will manifest. Does that answer your okay. question? Yeah, thank you. That's, yeah, that's really helpful. Thank you. You're welcome. And Rebecca, I'd like to add one thing to that. One thing that has worked for me is doing what you said, Mel, and also adding to that gratitude, just being grateful for whatever mm -hmm. is or we want, right? But in the energy of being grateful for yeah. it. Thank you for blessing my day, being grateful for my health, my family, my job. Uh, thank you for blessing this day or whatever it is. It just gets us into a little bit of a, a higher vibration, especially when we're just so overwhelmed, which is easy to do. It's easy to get overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And even when you're scripting that too, a way you can manifest that, just what Sana just said, you can say, thank you for and whatever you're asking for to manifest. Mm -hmm. And then you put the gratitude in there because I love that gratitude is so important when you're manifesting as well because you're grateful for what you have and grateful what's coming your way as well. So I think that's awesome. Awesome tip. Mm -hmm. Yes. I like that. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Anything else, Rebecca? Nope. Thanks so much, ladies. Okay. Thanks for the call. Have a good day. Mm -hmm. You too. Bye-bye. Okay. Are we clear to move on or do we have any other callers? We're good. Okay. All right. So we're going to talk about life balance. And I know that everybody wants to know a, a way to create life balance. And obviously it's going to be a little bit tailored to everybody's needs and their, you know, their individuality, but where can we start? Where do they start to create this balance? Yes. So first is self-compassion and also mostly getting out of your um, chaotic mindset a lot. Like I said, when I work my clients on getting time management, it's really looking at what they're spending the most time on and is it necessary? So I'm working with a client who I just saved three to four hours with. He was doing something that was just a habit of doing that he thought he needed to do. And I said, well, where did you, why do you feel you have to do that? So a lot of times when we create tasks, what we think we need to do is not really what we necessarily have to do. We have to find out why does it, why do we need to do that? And a lot of times it's about, well, I feel that because I have to prove myself or I feel that because I'm not doing my best. So I have to do extra stuff. And then that is just, that is the trauma that's being triggered. But what it really is and what you were saying, gratitude is great, but creating like, how do I time block things? So if you're creating, you have a day, I always say divide your day in three. 
one or your list. If you have a list and you're doing your list, say it's going to be Monday tomorrow, sit on Sunday and write a list in three categories. One is going to be your hot item list. Everything that you need to do today, whether that's picking up the kids, you know, doing your clients, having your calls, whatever that is. And I want you to time block time for lunch and also list anything else that needs to be done personally for that day. And then you're going to have a middle um, column. That's going to be your important items. That's stuff that doesn't have to be done today, but needs to be done in a couple days. Okay. So you're blocking, you're not putting everything in the hot list again. And then there's a to-do list. The to-do list can be things that you need to do in a week or two weeks. That's in your mindset, but just needs to be written down. So it actually gets released out of having to have it done. When you can visually see something and say, okay, I don't have to worry about these things now. I know I have time to do more than likely you'll be more structured on focusing on what needs to be done today. And then you just, when you're done with that, then what you do, you put your important items on the hot list to do. And then you get those things done and then you start ticking off. But what people don't do is they don't get out of the, I need to get things done over and over and over again. It comes, becomes like that redundant thing, but that's also a learned behavior. You didn't become like that because you just decided to become like that. You became like that because you watched and you learned that from somewhere to be in that mode of go, go, go. So you have to know, well, where does that come from? Well, I saw my mom, she worked two jobs, or I saw my dad always on the go, 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 never had time for me. So what's going to happen is you're going to do the exact same time, but what's not going to happen is there's no self-compassion in that. So you have to take that time out for whatever, if it's reading a book, if it's taking a bath, if it's, you know, buying yourself something, you need to find that where you find that self-compassion in that, in that day, just a day. Right. So it's prioritization. It's prioritizing yeah. what you need yeah. to do. And also yeah. I think people get caught up in doing so many things because they're so hard on themselves. They, they have Absolutely. to prove themselves and also they have to prove to others yep. that they've done this and they've gotten this done yeah. and they've, they've achieved this. Yeah. And there comes a point when you really get real with yourself and you say, you know what? I'm not in control. I don't need to be in control of all this. Yep. I'm going to do what works for me. I'm going to be the best yeah. I can be. It is what it is. And that's it. Yeah. I mean, obviously, because I know I've worked with people personally that they will add so much on their plate and they're high achievers. And I know it's their conditioning when they were, you know, they, they're well aware yeah. of it too, but yeah. it doesn't mean it, it has to be that way. It doesn't mean that we can't right. have that compassion for ourselves and take the time out for self-care, self-love, yeah. which is a a whole other topic, but very, very important to take yeah. time out to do that. Especially that's so, yeah. when we have these lists of, you know, 20,000 things to do. So how do you balance your day? Like what would a typical day be for you? Well, after I call my energy in the morning, <laughs> say, you know, here's like, okay, we're going to do it. I usually, the day before my next day, I write the list on my little whiteboard of all the important things I need to do. And I also have sections on my whiteboard of like, what do I need to do this week? So I don't have everything on my to-do list today. I was like, here I have my calls. And then here's, I need to do my legion, my marketing, whatever it is. And then I stick with that. I go, okay. And things are going to come in too. You might have, you know, another call and that's okay. Cause you're always, like you said, you're grateful for more, right? So what I do is I take, I know the time frames, and what I don't do is if I don't get something done today and I know it's like it, it, well, if it's a priority, I get things done. You know, you spend the time to do that. But if I know it's something that I can start today and finish tomorrow, I don't stress myself out on that. 
You mm-hmm. see what I mean? I go, if I overthink it today, I will overthink it tomorrow and the next day and the next day. I said, I did my best. And I think that's what people need to do. I did my best for today. I'm listening to my body. My body's saying I'm tired. Nothing's going to function and get better if I'm like in chaos mode and just drained. Let me stop here and start tomorrow. So I think that's a self-compassion, right? But that's also self-empowerment, believing that it's okay to stop. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like one of my posts was, I um, was working 16 hour days on a project. I just knew I had to get it done. So that was my deadline. And then the next day I only worked six hours. I did my coaching sessions and maybe one discovery call. And then the next day I went to the world, the, uh, the Washington fair, because I was like, I deserve that. I worked 16 hours, six, I'm going to take it off and spend the day playing. Do you see what I mean? And so that's where, and I didn't feel bad about it because I knew that everything that I needed to do would be caught up the next day. And I had everything lined out for me. So I wasn't stressing. I wasn't stressing at the fair. Like, what do I have to do tomorrow? I have to overthink. You have to be very organized in a way that works for you and -hmm. makes you feel good. That's all it is. But a lot of times when you don't write it down and you're just thinking about things in your mindset, your mindset will take over. And then all of a sudden you're just like, well, I didn't get anything done because the only thing I'm doing is feeling overwhelmed in my mindset. Mm -hmm. So that's how you're going to really release it of being organized, a little bit more organized. Yes. And I know that when we write down the lists, that that yeah. takes things out of our head. So yeah. it's less yeah. that we have to keep in our head yeah. to think about. Exactly. And this helps a lot. And I know that if I didn't write everything down, I would be thinking all night about everything I had to do yeah. the next morning. So yeah. when it comes to mind, you know, keep a list. I know this sounds probably really simple, but a lot of people don't do it. They yeah. really don't. Yeah. And I always prioritize, you know, what I need to do. Now, sometimes yeah. I work, I'm not perfect. I, I don't claim to be, but I am really big on taking many breaks throughout the day. If you mm-hmm. can, whether getting outside in the fresh air or doing, you know, some yeah. breathing, you know, a, a quick yeah. meditation for two, three, four or five minutes, something like that. And just trying to like calm your system and just yeah. get a break from the chaos of the day. But I think it's really important because a lot of people really do struggle with life balance. But I think the root of it is, is that they try to do too much mm-hmm. to be, to prove. I mean, it's all about just it. You it, know what it is, though? It's validation. They identify with it. And yeah. what we need to know is that we're OK the way we are yeah. and yeah. that we don't have to overachieve in order yeah. to get results of self-love and self-empowerment. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one of the thing a lot of like all my clients struggle with validation, trying to get that validation, whether it's from yourself, whether it's from others too. Right. So what you have to do is like, I just validate myself that I'm doing a good job. And a lot of people don't think they're doing a good job. They think they have to overwork to overachieve, to be good at what they do. And I feel like if you're running a business and starting a business, yes, the hustle mode is real at the beginning, but then as you start to build or whatever, that's career or anything else, then what you can start to do is relax with everything starting to work out for me. And then when you do relax, that's when things will manifest, like more opportunities will come your way. And I think that's what people don't believe. I have to control the narrative, right? I control it. I control my money. I don't know the vibration controls the money. You are a law of attraction every second of the day. So if you're fearing money, where does that fear come from first? And if you're fearing money, you cannot attract money. It just doesn't happen. So your abundance is harder to get. But when you open yourself up to like, I feel abundant because you are what you attract, then more likely the abundance starts trickling in. And that's what I really teach my clients. Like, how do you get into that energy? Because energy is powerful. You can heal your body. It's connected to hormones. It's connected to your fight or flight mode, your vagus nerve, 
all of that. And it also is connected to your organs. So if you don't feel good, your body starts shutting down. And then what happens is you have more of a bigger problem because now you don't feel good. And now your body doesn't feel good either. So that's why your energy and mindset is so important to heal. And that's what we were talking about before we started the show. Yeah. The more we do keep our nervous system calm, we take care of yeah. ourselves, we do these meditative or, you know, whatever self-care practices, and we are in control of our energy, that it does help us not only in our energy level, but it yeah. keeps us young at heart exactly. yeah. it keeps us vibrant. And I think that people don't look at it that way sometimes, but when you are in that more positive, lighter, expansive energy, mm-hmm. you are going to radiate expansively. Yeah. I mean, that's the best way I can really say it, but you know what I mean? I, I Absolutely. That- and I feel like on social media, there's just so many people are stuck in the negative mindset and they're just expanding that negativity. So it's hard for people already in a negative way during the day to not be sucked in by the energy. And then you come on like, let's be positive. And there's like, mm, the negative energy is a lot stronger, you know, then you put your mindset there, but what you give energy to, you give power to. So what are you giving power to today? And that's really what you need to find out. If things aren't happening my way and I feel negative today, then that's what you're, you're protruding out of your body is negativity. But then you're just like, you know what? I just want to give more self-love to me and just take that moment to do my deep breaths and calm my energy. Then you're going to feel a sense of, you know, that weight being lift off your shoulders. But like I said, it's learning how to do that practice. It can't be something that you just do. And you're just like, well, I do it one time and it doesn't work. So it's never going to work. You have to do these practices every day to Mm sustain that energy. Since we're talking about negativity, I'm just going to throw this out there. I really didn't have this plan to talk to at all, but I think that listeners would really appreciate it. So when we talk about being in an energy that's expansive and we're trying to stay in a higher vibration, Mm -hmm. then that means we have to be selective in our circles. Yeah. So what we do, can you expound on that a little bit? Yeah. When I started my healing journey, my, my friendships changed <laughs> because I was always the one that was bringing the great horror stories of relationships and everything to the table. So people were like codependent on those stories and stuff. And then when I started to work on myself and expand my mindset, it's like, then everything started to change. So I started every, like I said, when you change your energy to a different state of mind, everyone and everything around you must shift. So you're not going to attract the same things in your life. You're not going to attract the same people or the circumstances. Everything must shift into a positive direction. So that's why intentionally, if you were to give a direction of like, you know, relationships, that that's always triggering us, right? If you're giving power to like, I'm not good enough for that person, your self-empowerment is going to be down the drain, right? And then it's going to be very hard for you to attract real love. So as people are consciously, 5% of the conscious state saying, I want amazing love. And then in their subconscious mind, they're just like, I don't know what really love, real love is supposed to feel like. That's an energy. The more powerful energy will always win. That's why self-healing and self-empowerment and love is so important. So changing your mindset will change your life because changing your mindset is changing your energy, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I know that there are a lot of people that are interested in, you know, manifesting love and healthy relationships in their life. And all of that is so important. What, how long do you think that it takes? I mean, isn't there like, is it 21 days or 26 days to embrace a habit? Not that you have it, you know, 
you know, yeah. we're total default. As we know, over time, it becomes our default system. But isn't it like three weeks or something like that? where it's, we can? Yeah, I want to say even 30 days or longer to really just, you know, it's kind of like getting off of sugar, right? The first week is horrible, then it gets a little easier. And little, it's the same thing. You're just mm-hmm. changing a habit. So you're really just changing. Like if you're sugar, that's toxicity too, right? Now, so is is negative toxicity as well. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would say if you are really empowered to do it and you're just like, I'm going to do it and do it steps by steps. I mean, if I can do it, anyone can do it. Cause I was super negative. I was just always, my family was like, why are you so negative? And I was like, what are you talking about? And I would be triggered every time. Right. And then I realized that I was just really just pinging that negative button every time when people criticized me, when I wasn't getting what I wanted. And then I had to just shift. I had to shift. I was like, well, where's that coming from? And when I realized that was more of a cultural thing and it's, and like I say, it's this, your trauma is not your fault. It isn't the way you are is not your fault, but it is your responsibility to heal. That's it. So if you're ready to heal, then you're going to get the shift. But if you're not, then you're not going to get it. And it's going to take a lot longer. And that's where you just fall down the rabbit hole a little bit deeper, digging that, you know, that dish that's a little bit deeper of getting out. I mean, it took a long time. I mean, I'm not a spring chicken. It took me a long time to want to change, but it also took an event of COVID to realize that's my timeout. It's time for me to do something. And that happened to a lot of people in COVID. They're just like, what do I do with my time? And then all of these coaches sprung out of the word work, right? Everybody wanted to be a live coach. But what's most important about coaches is that you need to do that self-healing first before you go out and you coach the world because you don't want to coach people based on you trying to fix something that's already in you. You want to coach other people from being healed already. And I know that's something that's in the coaching industry too, of like not really done the work and then just started coaching. I was like, you have to, you have to heal first. And then what happens is your clients will get 10 times more the benefit of what you, uh, what you're really trying to bring to the table. Mm -hmm. And it's not just doing the work, but it's because you can also be healing and doing the work and coaching a lot of people, a lot of different modalities and healers that are you know, doing their own, you know, in their own healing journey, and yet they're still able to, but I know what you're saying. It's, it's doing the work and being conscious of it and intentional, Mm -hmm. and then also being able to share some of the things that you're learning from your experiences and helping other people. But if you haven't done the work, uh, you, it it probably isn't the best thing. You're right. So I do think, I think the best coaches personally, I think the best coaches are the ones that have had life experience. Yeah gone through stuff and actually experienced and worked through the turmoil and gone through all of the ups and downs and found a way out like total yeah. warriors. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's a whole other topic. Yeah. <laughs> <a> warrior. <laughs> but I think that over time, when we do this work, it becomes easier, right? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. Once you're conscious of it, you're self-aware. It yeah. does start to be like more in your awareness. I know I'm yeah. being redundant, but you know what I'm saying? Where it becomes yeah. easier every day. Yeah. Yeah. You're more tuned in. You're tuned into listening. You're tuned into like what, what really isn't like jiving right in the storyline too. And, and we, and as that, as healers, we're more of empaths as well. We're really tapping into like, you know, I'm seeing things that they're not seeing. So when I coach, I'm very clairvoyant and clairaudience, and I'm also very empathic. So I will hear messages that come in because I'm a spirit. I started as a spiritual master coach. So I really connect to my guides, 
but there's always like, I'll see some, a picture that needs to be sent to the, my client. And my client goes, that's so weird. I was just thinking about that the other day. So I, I'm really tuned into that. And, you know, like we talked about spirituality and manifesting spirituality is really not a religion. What it is, is a way of living. So there's a perfect version inside of you. That's your spiritual being. And then believing in something bigger is the other spirituality. And that is law of attraction. So when you tap into moving both of those, then you're a very powerful manifester. That is true. Very powerful, powerful stuff for sure. So, okay. So we're going to start winding down right now. I want them to know where they can get in touch with you. What's, what's new, what's coming up in your life. Is there anything that you want us to know about any new initiatives or So right now it's just really um, reaching, reaching people that really need the help. And I offer a 30 minute strategy call for people that just want that clarity of why they're feeling stuck. But um, if you, I want to give one thing that people can look at that, especially that breathing. If you go on my website, soulvibeandenergyhigh.com and you go to my publications, there is an article from Brains Magazine. It's going to give you the step-by-step things that you need to do the five deep breaths in the morning and two mantras. And I'm telling you, when people start doing this in my course, they start shifting and they start manifesting really quick. So if you can start doing that and just relaxing your energy and calming your energy, your day will change. So will your life. Excellent. Excellent. I, I know that that article is very good anyway, if, if yeah. you can, you know, direct people to that for sure. That's a great, yeah. that's a great point. So I want to just say where everybody can get a hold of me because I forgot on my first show last week because I'm just learning this all. But Sana Life Coach on Instagram and I do have a website, SanaLife.com. I'm on LinkedIn and feel free to reach out. And if you have any comments or suggestions or you would like to work together as well, please let me know. You know how to reach Coach Mel and uh, the name of her company is Soul Vibe and Energy High. I wonder where that came from. Right. And uh, so next week, I'm going to be shifting gears a little bit and we're going to be diving a little deeper. And I'm going to bring someone on my show who is very special to me. He's a mentor, he is a friend. And this is going to be a little bit more on a soulful level. So we're going to talk about the ego, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And we're going to talk about the true self and also some conditioning like you and I talked about today, Mal. So that is going to be a really good show. So that's next week. And I am going to be switching up the show. So we'll be hearing from Um, male and female, anybody that has anything to do in the world of personal growth and empowerment and spirituality. And I I really kind of wanted to offer a diverse, uh, you know, uh, diverse, diverse episodes for you just so that people could relate in certain ways. So feel free to tune in week to week. And if you go to the link on the Voice America page, you can see previous shows that I've had, upcoming shows. You can learn more about our guests or my guests, how to reach them and that type of thing. So just to wrap up today, what empowers you, Mal? What can we leave them with? What empowers you? Know that you're worthy of everything that you desire. That's where you need to be. Yes. And positive affirmations. We didn't talk much that, but we have a few uh, seconds left here. So do you, do you feel strongly about positive affirmations? If you believe to receive those affirmations, yes, you should use this and you can say, I am worthy. Yeah. To say that. And maybe one, one thing that they can work on for the next week, what should they dive deep on? Breathing, 
And then let us know how that manifests from there because it will, you will manifest. Awesome. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you, Mel, for being here. It was so great to have you on the show and thank all of you listeners. I hope that you got some really great information and have a great rest of the day. And I hope that you will all be able to listen in next week. Thank you so much. Up Close and Empowered. See you next week. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Up Close and Empowered with Sana Johns. We hope that after listening today, it's inspired you to discover and cultivate your true inner power and consciously create your life. Tune in next week for another impactful episode.